Welcome to the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. Your hosts are Justin Breen, Evan Ryan, and I'm Bill Bloom. This show is for high-level entrepreneurs and for those who want to learn to live their most epic lives. Please subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for more incredible conversations about living epic lives because we could all do that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and thank you so much for being part of the show. Welcome back to the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. We have Evan Ryan, Justin Breen, and I'm Bill Blue. And today we're going to be talking about the afterlife, what that means for you going into the future. I'm a huge futurist. That's one of my big strength finders. And, and Mr. Justin Breen wrote his eulogy, which was a really fascinating topic to actually understand. I was like a little confused, but after I read it, it really made sense. So Justin, what was your inspiration behind writing your eulogy? Yeah, I'm really excited to have this episode. Um, and again, I'm very low in ideation, but if I hear a good idea, then then I'll do it. Activate, maximize, achieve. And um, so I'm reading this book now called Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller. I would describe it as those who have read Man's Search for Meaning. I would, I would say it's an updated version of that um, and in a good way. And one of the exercises in it, the author Donald Miller recommends writing your own eulogy. I'm like, oh, at first I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. But then my brain was like, oh, that, that's a really good idea. Because, you know, we start out in strategic coach, um, you know, how long are you going to live? You know, what year are you going to live to? Um, and I look at this as like an extension of that, of like, well, if you live to 123 or 200, like what did your life actually mean? And so I wrote it in like five minutes because, you know, once good idea is there, I'll just do it. And um, it was definitely family first, network, friendships, close second. But the overall effect that I saw, um, because I'm so high in activation, want to get it done, want to get it done, that writing the eulogy really calmed me down. It calmed that activation down from a lifetime perspective, from a lifelong perspective. And like, oh, this is what I want to accomplish and I have my whole life to do it. It doesn't need to be done today. It, it can take my whole life. So it was just a great exercise. And then I look at it every day to, as, as a litmus test to like, well, what do I want to accomplish today? Does it reflect how I wanted to live my life? So there's a lot of takeaways from doing it and strongly recommend folks doing it as well. Evan, have you ever thought about doing that before? No, never. Um, actually, it's an interesting idea. I think as like the resident young person, though, I have a difficult time kind of like kind of putting that into perspective. Um, like I'm closer, I'm still closer to prom than I am to 40. And so I, I think that it would be a little bit premature. That said, I do think there's an interesting idea for like young people to say, to like write down a eulogy, possibly like for your friends. Like if your friends passed away, write down what you would say and then give that to them while they're still alive. I think that would be a really nice idea um, to write my own though. It's like, I mean, 
in the four years since he graduated from undergrad, Evan got his life together and then he died. Like that, that would pretty much be about as short as it is. Oh, so let me help. Let me help with that. So it's writing it. Um, it's again, you can do however you want, but it's writing it from a perspective of like what your li- what you want your life to be. Um, so like mine was like, and I'm, I'm, you're, you both are very high and futuristic. I'm very low. So it helped me really think about my entire future written as like, like I was a hundred year old, like, you know, established these great companies, um, you know, had all this amazing vacation time with my family. So it's like writing, so which I do, I actually think both of you would love doing that because both you guys are both living in the future anyway. So this is a way to do it. So here's, here's the other takeaway from it is that um, I sent it to Bill. I sent it to Bill. Bill, I don't know if you've done it yet or if you will. Uh, my wife refuses to even read it because she is so morbidly, she is afraid of death. I, you know, it's death, right? But she's no, no, very afraid. And then I immediately sent it to Mark Fujiwara, my partner, and I knew it. I sent it to him immediately because I immediately knew he would write his own. Immediately. That's how in sync we are. And then he immediately sent me his like 10 minutes later. And uh, I, I'm a pretty big visionary. His vision for his life's a thousand times bigger. It's more like I think if either of you had written written it, it's so big, it's unbelievable. But like that's what it takes to build a company like that is partnering with someone like that or being someone like you guys with these giant visions. So it was fascinating to see his perspective as well. And then the other thing was I included Mark, literally his name in, in my eulogy, and then Mark included me in his. So it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime. It's not going anywhere. There's not selling the company or anything. It's it's a lifetime partnership. When you think of your life as a lifetime partnership with Mark, obviously with Sarah, your kids, what does that do for you? Like, what did that did that change anything? Like you said, you were sleeping better. Your yeah. health is probably better just a few days after that. And what's your takeaway from that? Well. Activator, maximizer, achiever is a blessing for sure um, because it really gets things done. But it also can be a tremendous detriment. A trem- I mean, just tremendous because you want to get it done. You want to get it done. You want to get like there's never there's no stopping. It's 24-7 activation with maximizing it, with achieving. Um, and And this has been... Of all the things I've learned in five years as an entrepreneur, doing this exercise, again, I just did it, you know, at the time of this recording a couple days ago. It's been the number one thing that has helped me slow down and realize that there's time to do things, that there's time to do things. And on a personal note, so you understand, like, and this is like at my core, like my dad was 61 when I was born. He died when I was 13. My sons are nine and seven. Now, I don't think I'm going to die when they're, thir- you know, four years from now. But that is my, that's what I grew up with. So I'm trying to pack it, pack in, pack in, just pack in as much stuff as I can to give the, them those memories because that's what I grew up with. So really writing that down and looking at it every day from, you know, decades from now, it's been such a blessing to have that. And to share that with others, because I think it really will help a lot of people who are, who are activate first like me.
Bill, what do you think? Is this something that you kind of like just do in your regular life, like getting that perspective from the future forward? What, like, you know, to me, it feels like it's just pretty natural. Like I think about this stuff, like, like all day, every day, it just flows. What about you? This is a fun topic for me. You know, Dan Sullivan said in one of our 10X groups, and he, he said, when I go to a party, I ask someone, how long do you want to live for? And they'll say 68, 88, whatever the number is, right? I think you guys know where I'm going with this, but for the listeners, then he'll ask them, well, what do you want your health to be like the year before that? So if someone said 68, which is young, well, I want to be healthy. I want to be able to get around. So what's stopping you from living another 20 years? And that was really prolific for how Dan said that. And now the eulogy and being a futurist, I'm starting to see the patterns and seeing what's going on in my life and where I want it to go because we're creating our own destinies. We all are, regardless of what you do, we all are. And I'm really enjoying the process. That's the biggest takeaway for me is just really enjoying every single day, enjoying the issues that come up. Like Evan, you and I were talking about the past two days. I'm enjoying it. I'm embracing it. And it's allowed me to have a much more positive outlook on life. That's exciting for me to hear that. And Evan, from your perspective, that totally makes sense. I think both of you are so much better. Like this is how your brains are, which is, it's great. Like you can, you can envision your future much better than 99% of society. I mean, you can, you can do that. And that's a great gift. I think for most of folks who are like me, and then Bill, you're actually starting to become more like me. There's no doubt about that, um, recognizing the patterns. You really see the patterns now. You'll really see them as Noah, the little guy, gets gets older and James gets old. You'll really see it. Um, so I do think I do think you will do this exercise. I'm not sure when, but I do think you'll do it. Um so for most people, more people are like me than they are like you guys. You know, people talk about how long they want to live, but they don't really think about what they want out of that longevity. Oh, hey, buddy. Uh, those people can't see Noah, but Noah just showed up. Noah. Noah's a uh, five, 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 five Colby right now, <laughs> mediator. And uh, it's just so nice to see that from like what you actually want from a life perspective and then using that as a daily litmus test to make sure you're staying on track for that. You guys are already on track because you've already seen your future much better than I think most people. So, Bill, I think that your point is a phenomenal one about the about Dan Sullivan saying, what's your health like the year before you die? When he said that, it like that was like one of the big ahas for me because I think one of the things that a lot of people don't think about, and this does come naturally to me, is like people I don't think really think about what like what they want out of their life. Like they know what they would like their life to be, but that's like this very like nebulous vision versus like specific and measurable. What do I want? I think it's very hard for a lot of people to think about what they want. And one of the interesting things that I'm hearing now is, you know, if you think about what you want, 
like, or if you write a eulogy, a eulogy about yourself is most likely going to have a very large summary of all the things that you wanted to accomplish. Right. Whether that's on your personal life or in your professional life and the, like the idea of thinking about, well, what's your health the year before that you die is just another thing about like what you want. And it kind of flips you into this new brain and this new mindset surrounding, well, okay, well, you know, I never really considered what my health would be like the year before I died, or I never really considered what I wanted out of, out of my relationships with my friends, or I never really considered what I wanted my life to be like when I'm 60 or like, you know, I never put pen to paper around a lot of these ideas. I think that is a really interesting point. Um, I think the other interesting point too is uh, another Dan Sullivan quote that I think about just all the time, which is the day before the future is just a normal day. Like it's not like there's a day and then tomorrow is the future. Right. And, and kind of like creating that future and writing it in the past is a really interesting thought to me because it makes every day just a normal day where you took action. And I want to jump in on this because when you write your eulogy or you write your hundred life goals or you write the things you want to do, when you write all these things down, I think it prompts you to act. And whenever you act, that's the only time you're going to get clarity. You could think it as long as you want till the cows come home. It's not going to matter until you act. And that, I think that's the big premise from all of this is Justin, you're already acting differently. Evan, you and I haven't done it. We're the, I'm the middle one in the group. You're the younger one in the group. I don't even know why a 20 year old something would write a eulogy, but now with baby number two on my arm right now, all these things, it allows you to think about your future in a much bigger way. So I love this idea. It, it's great. And okay, so I'm going to act on what you said about taking action by showing an active uh, formula for meaning of life. Okay, so that's three. That's a triple action. Ooh, that was, that's good. Okay, so again, this is from Hero on a Mission, not my idea, but and it's uh, Man's Search for Meaning 2.0. So here's the formula for a life of meaning. Formula, okay? Pretty simple. Most people won't do it because they don't take action. But Okay, so step one. Take action, creating a work or performing a deed. Okay, what Bill just said. Two, experience something or encounter someone that you find captivating and that pulls you out of yourself. These conversations are 100% that. These are activating conversations, literally. I mean, okay. And then three, have an optimistic attitude toward the inevitable challenges and suffering you will experience in life. So what you're experiencing now with your collaboration and then, Bill, how you're learning by taking action, um, that's definitely suffering in terms of, like, it's, it's difficult, but that's how you find meaning. That's how you find meaning. And you will definitely see suffering with lack of sleep from children very soon. But that is how you'll find meaning. Um, if you're, when, you know, my kids are starting to get in trouble, <laughs> finding a lot of meaning in that a lot of meaning, and then starting a second company, finding a lot of meaning. It's difficult, but so much fun, too, because we've taken action. So I think those three steps are just, just tremendous. Noah, you want to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll I'll land the plane here. <laughs> Thinking out into the future is, I think, one of the only ways that you're going to be able to figure out what's important to you for your future, to actually take action and do those things that you should do to become who you were always meant to be. And that's what I've done, stepped into my own shoes. And when you do that, life changes. It's, it's a beautiful thing. So, Justin, thank you for the incredible topic today. Do you want to say a few final words? Um, I'm really bad at predictions unless I really think it's a good one. So I do predict, Bill, you will do this exercise. And 10 years from now, Evan, I do think you will also do this exercise. Uh, other than that, I, I think this is a really good thing for folks to do to really think about what they want out of life. And uh, I hope this has provided a, a great activation tool for, for folks to actually do it. So uh, this has been another, uh, I think it's been a great episode of Three Guys with Epic Lives. And uh, please subscribe, share a review, and uh, can't wait to talk uh, again soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. We are truly grateful for you listening. And please make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting channel. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family all over your social media. And again, we're very grateful to have you as a listener on our show.